0: peace peace peace, love and light to you all it's your girl jenny b here on the dada bruja social and i just wanted to pop in and check in with you guys um how have you been enjoying this moon the energy is just amazing this leo fire energy and this just pull to let go of things that do not serve you. It's almost like they melt away, you know? Um it's it's a fantastic feeling and I don't know about y'all, but you know, business is great. Things are things are looking up with this moon here it's setting a great tone for the year and for the next however many years. And um yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to the immediate future right about now um, the abundance is overflowing and it's truly a blessing I'm thankful thankful to the universe thankful to my ancestors thank you to all of you um, and to myself of course self-love the most important thing thankful to my family my king my son so how you guys feeling? Check in with me. Call in. Leave me a message. Let me know how you're feeling. How are you enjoying this beautiful full moon lunar eclipse energy in Leo? And it was in cancer yesterday, which is my sign. I always have to say that. I know I can't help it. That's just, you know, that's just how cancers are. We have to let you know. And we will let you know. <laughs> but yeah, um... We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. I know I promised you guys today, but it will have to be tomorrow because I have been working very hard on Soul Goddess Creations. Thanks to all of you for ordering your candles. Um, So I've been very busy and I haven't been able to sit down and flesh out my next topic, which is colorism. I know what I want to say, but I like to have everything in place and, and be prepared. You know, like my king says, the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. I believe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to work on that. <laughs> but y- y'all get what I'm saying, right? You know, I like to I like to be ready for y'all. I'm a one-take, you know, I'm a one-take type of chick. I'm a one-hitter-quitter when it comes to this, this anchor life. I like to get it done and get it out to the people, so... Tune in tomorrow in the cloak of evening, like I always say. Tomorrow before midnight, Central Standard Time, the episode on colorism will be up. I ask you all to please call in. Call in and tell me how you're feeling about this moon energy. But also, call in and um, share your stories about colorism. If you have anything to say on the topic, if you have an experience you'd like to share... Leave me a message or you can always inbox me. Um, I'm Jenny Beat on Facebook. Jenny.Beat on Instagram. I uh, You can always reach me at the Dada Bruja Sisterhood group on Facebook as well as at Dada Bruja Sisterhood on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is the uh, Twitter is at Dada Bruja Social. And that's D-A-D-A-B-R-U-X-A. Yeah i got it <laughs> dada bruja with an x portuguese and uh yeah so hit me up send me your comments concerns your experiences etc etc on colorism and on how you've been enjoying this phone. so that's two tasks i ask of you my anchor family my facebook family my itunes family my Pocket Cast family Whatever you're listening to me on, I need you to hit me up and let me know what you think about those two topics. So, with that, I shall bid you all adieu, and I will return to you tomorrow for another show. You're listening to the Dada Bruja Social. Peace and good night, everyone. You're listening to the Dada Bruja Social. Peace, peace, good evening, it is I, it is I. It's your girl Jenny Beat here, back on the Dada Bruja Social. And tonight, we have a very heavy topic. You know, our last episode was about weed, so I kept it light. This one, you know, we gotta get into some nitty gritty. We gotta have a conversation about colorism. Yes, yes, colorism. Um, it's definitely something that affects me Being a black woman, a woman of color, a melanated being, a carbon-based soul, whatever you want to call me. Yes, colorism affects me. Um, And I wouldn't say on a daily basis, not in the way that my um, darker-complected brothers and sisters get treated. I wouldn't say there's a level of discrimination from white supremacy. But there is definitely something that I experienced my experience and, and you know I was listening to the breakfast club interview today with Amanda Seals shout out to Amanda Seals one of my biggest inspirations I've been following her career for years I just got kind of I would say reintroduced to her through Instagram and um, she's just amazing and that's basically what she touched on when Charlamagne the God asked her um, you know, what, what is this, what is, what are, what are your thoughts on colorism and the whole Mara La Negra thing and how they came down on him hard. And look, it's just like this, as far as colorism goes, it is, it's a, it's something that exists because of oppression due to white supremacy, due to the notion that white is better, light is better. Dark is bad. Dark is not, dark is not as good, not as smart, less than, and white is better. And we Clearly, know that that's not fact, right? Because I mean, if you even wanted to reverse it as the white people always scream reverse racism, which does not exist, but that's another show topic. Um, if you want to reverse it, yeah, you know, um, Oh, lost my train of thought. Okay. I found it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pumped. Ah. Okay, so if you want to reverse it and try to say that, if we try to say that, you know, black is supreme, um, we are gods, we are the first beings on this planet, and we continue with that um, factual rhetoric, (laughs) then we're deemed, you know, reverse racist and blah, blah, blah. So it's just a very tight rope to walk, colorism in general, and then even within our own community, specifically within our own community, the black community, the melanated community. Colorism is just—it's rampant. It's a part of our 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 construct. It's a part of our culture, and it's a it's a huge issue, and it's something that's systemic, and it's kind of like something that is unconsciously ingrained in you growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like unconsciously, subconsciously, colorism exists in every facet. I mean, from the point of buying the white doll versus the black baby doll. Or, you know, in high school when the boys used to say, I only date light-skinned girls. Well, they ain't say it like that. <laughs> there was usually a sister saying that he said he only date light-skinned girls. But they be like, yeah, you know, man, I like them light-skinned girls. You know, them red bones, them yellow bones, you know. And then you got your sister looking at someone like me who's like high yellow with curly, curly hair. Like I'm the enemy. And she don't even know me. She just knows that the men or the boys prefer women that look like me versus her. And it's so sad, it's so sad because uh, first of all, it's only one reflection. You know, people have their preferences and there are a lot of men that enjoy, love, admire, worship the dark melanated queen and vice versa. There's women that do the same for the, the dark melanated king. But unfortunately, due to our society, There's a lot of people that don't, and that will even go so far as to say, no, fuck that. I'm not fucking with them. And that's the problem. That's the problem. It's like, fine, have a preference, like what the fuck you like, but don't say I'm less than or ugly because I'm dark. And, you know, I see so many sisters struggle with this and it it just breaks my heart because one, they just will lash out at me or women like me and I'm not, you know, caping or anything. And it's, it's, it's a, it's an unfair thing, but hey, you know, it's something that we deal with because we understand and we love you and we understand what you fucking deal with way more than what we deal with. But stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm going to throw another tune in. You're listening to the Dada Bruja Social. All right. And we are back. If you're listening to us on Anchor, two songs that I've played to go with tonight's episode, um, is Complexion by Kendrick featuring Rhapsody. Rhapsody being one of the dopest uh, MCs that I've ever, ever come across. And Kendrick, of course, being Kendrick. And then um, I played a little Nina Simone, Young, Gifted, and Black, just because that song. Mm, 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 Young, gifted, and black. And the way she says black. You know, black. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's, it shakes the soul, you know what I'm saying? So yes, definitely fitting for this evening's topic, which is colorism. Welcome back to the conversation. And I'm titling this episode, I'm gonna do a series called Difficult Conversations. And we're gonna get into, into some very controversial topics, but things that need to be talked about, you know? And, um, and, and the conversations are happening all over social media, which is fantastic. You know, we are now at a point in our existence on this planet where we have the option to speak whenever the fuck we feel like it. I.E. Jenny beats Dada Bruja social on Anchor. And we are also available on iTunes, Google Play, Pocket Cast, you know. But I'm just saying. (laughs) Shameless plug. But yes, um, we're, we're now at this point where we can talk. We can speak out. We can, you know, we can hashtag it and make it a movement, man. And and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you know, every time you have something like that available to you, that mass communication, you're going to have the bullshit, the fuddy duddies, the, you know, the drama, all the crap that's online. But I am just here to try to provide a piece of peace, (laughs) one little section of the Internet that is, you know, logical and authentic. And that's what we're doing with these difficult conversation series. So back to colorism, I do have some ladies um, that are going to call in tonight and maybe leave their views on colorism, how it affected them. And that's the question I'm asking. How has colorism affected your life directly, be it at your job, your career, your personal life, your romantic relationships, friendships, um, family life? You know, it's, it gets so deep, touching on family life. You know, there are families, obviously, in our community with all shades of siblings, of aunts and uncles. And you can't tell me that you haven't experienced, you know, the dark-skinned sister or brother or cousin being called, you know, names. Um, you know, just saying horrible mean things about you know, their complexion, their hair, everything. And even in reverse, the light-skinned sister or brother you get called you know, the opposite names. And I don't I don't really want to say the names. I'm trying not to even use the words. I want to remove them from my vocabulary. But y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't have to say it for you to know. Um, so, you know, just profiling you even in your daily life. Whereas if you're fair-skinned or you're light-skinned, you're deemed to be sweet and angelic and maybe not so rough around the edges or not, you know meeker i guess mild whereas if you're dark complected you're considered to have an attitude or be masculine or uh bitchy or pushy or you know and and it's just not true it's not true you know what i'm saying like me being a light-skinned girl um from a mixed background although i do identify myself as a black woman i don't claim that mixed shit because i just don't have time for it my rule of thumb is if the shit breaks out and there's a race war KKK come around and try to round motherfuckers up first of all I'm fighting back but second of all they damn sure ain't gonna say no we gonna skip her cause she light skinned. so <laughs> that's my whole thing on that I don't do mix. I don't do none of this shit I'm black and even though black is just a color and that's even a construct don't get me started that's history that's history um but yeah I said I was gonna stop saying that. But even, you know, in my own life, I've experienced it from my brothers and sisters. And, you know, the, the light skin <laughs> experience in America is is different. I'm telling you, it's very um, unique, for lack of a better word. It's it's an experience you, you won't ever understand, just like I'll never understand the experience of a dark skin brother and sister. And that's something that we need to just settle on, come to terms with and just love each other and understand that. Both of our experiences are different. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Dada Bruja. Hello.
1: Peace. Hey, Wellness and Homeless Bruja, what's going
0: on? Nothing much, Bruja. Peace. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for coming on the show tonight. So let me introduce you here, everyone. This is my sister and partner in the Dada Bruja Sisterhood, Abracadabra from the window seat, our sister station. She's coming on tonight to have a little discussion about colorism, and I appreciate you uh, coming on. How you? How was your day?
1: Oh, it was wonderful. I, you know, I came out and it was still sunny outside, so I'm always glad. When the
0: yes, sun it clean. was beaming. Rob was on fire today, honey. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me come back to play for a little bit. Come
0: on. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so you know the topic tonight. Colorism. Absolutely. And the question. And this- Go ahead. No, you are, No, I'm saying are. the question that I'm asking everyone is how has colorism affected your life?
1: Be it well, in your career, colorism-
0: relationships, friendships, huh However, you know, the most significant way you can see, how has it affected your life?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so colorism, are we talking about in general or just between, like, amongst our culture?
0: Well, I guess I would say colorism in our community, in the black community, because as far as colorism experiencing get from a white person, you don't really hear a white person say something negative like, oh, she's dark skin right. oh, she's light skin." you just black to them.
1: <laughs>
0: oh okay yeah I, so I'm, I'm speaking okay. more to, to our community
1: alright so colorism I experienced colorism from a very early um, age I am a fairly darker tone African American woman or whatever they want to call us these days. so I'm just going to be politically correct African American woman and you it's, you get those sayings like oh she's pretty for a dark skinned girl or, you know, in the summertime, nobody wanted to go out and enjoy the sun because nobody wanted to get black. You didn't want to be that dark, you know? You didn't want to be the darkest among all your light skinned friends or anything like that. And noticing and knowing the, the caste system we have within our own community, being aware of that at an hey, early sis. age, that was, that's kind of very deaf, deaf, hey, simple, you know? knowing that i'm
0: sorry yeah sorry to cut you you off i need you to repeat that for me it may have cut out on my end and i just want to make sure that people heard it so the last Uh, which part said you didn't want to sun too much because you know you didn't want to get dark
1: yeah that was that was one of the rules when you were younger you don't stay out in the sun too much because you didn't want
0: to get dark and who were these rules put on you by who put these rules on you
1: so all of this I know is definitely at a you know younger you don't know who put who made right. these rules are they were just there so speaking with your your peers while you're in class which is where I learned a lot of my stuff you know these societal right. like, do's and don'ts the uh, unsaid rules I would taught talk, we taught from my my parents yeah. you know my parents never told me I was too dark to do this or too dark to do that actually I'm gonna touch on that in a minute but um. Yeah, learning from your, your, your friends at school and things like that, you know, so you wanted to wait till the winter came so you can get your winter color, which is basically everybody wanted to be light skin, mm-hmm. light skin with good hair. And that's what the boys wanted. And that's how, you you know, when you turn on the TV, that's what that box was telling us that this was beautiful. This is what you want to inspire to be. I even have friends that were doing the bleaching, you know, lighting their skins up their skin up or make sure that you know they dated so they had interracial you know baby I've heard mm. that and I have friends still to this day that will not go in the summer will not go in the sun in the summertime because they don't want to get mm. black I have in and, and still to this day and I don't want to um I'll say I've had people in the older generation and it's done indirectly because they've been conditioned to right. this way like when I the today, um, this Puerto Rican guy I used to date, they would say, "Ooh, y'all gonna have some pretty kids," and I was like, "What does that mean?" Like, he's like, "Oh, he has that pretty skin, he has that pretty hair," and younger, being a younger person without a conscious mind, you go, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna have
0: some." Pretty oh, kids I was just that thinking kids. that. Like, so, damn, I've actually said that shit. So you know? I, it's like we've all participated, we've been complicit. And it's time right. to get it all out here and fix this shit. Or at least get on a road to fixing it and healing it.
1: Absolutely. And you and some people don't even know they're right. it. Like, my mom said that to me once. And especially, you know, it just, it just came off her tongue so easily. And when I called her on it, as I got older, I'm like, hey, what do you mean by right. that? And she goes, well, you know. And I'm like, no, I really don't. Are you saying that I went, you know, when I actually shed light on it and her being the woke woman she is she kind of was like you know what you right, because she's a dark skinned woman and she battles her own you know her own
0: uh, and, your, and your mom is as, beautiful
1: she shout out to, to my <laughs> absolutely I mean it's the little things like you know my little cousin who I dressed prom and I was like oh why don't you try and wear these color dresses she's like oh those don't look on dark skinned girls and i'm just like who told you that like you can wear any color you want or the lipstick you know oh i'm too dark for that like we really have to work on healing ourselves with those you know affirmations that we're putting into the universe because look at i mean there it's true you're casting spells and look at what is stopping you from being you know you're limiting yourself to one color because you're too dark skinned to wear orange but you'd rather wear a black dress knowing you want to wear that color right. right and
0: that's simply society's you know um ideas of beauty being forced upon us because everyone knows that yes. dark-skinned women and that melanin look good and everything okay so really i'm sorry but lupita she be doing it honey and she showed us I'm and then look kidding. at um in the look at um oh man what's her name oh my god i mean, just
1: look at our right
0: exactly Exactly. Like But I'm thinking of that yellow, like that yellow um an actress wore recently. It was just so pretty. Like, oh my god. <laughs> oh um, I know who you're talking about. Angela Bassett That's at the Black Panther premiere. Killing it in the
1: yellow fringe, honey. That is the example. Like look at all I mean, all types of color and look at all the colors they're in. Like we look regal when we embrace ourselves right. and know that like we are the blueprint like we really do
0: yeah absolutely
1: and absolutely yeah so and you know what's the the kicker is everybody is trying to be us but us
0: mm.
1: and that's and that that's a sick illness that that it, yes, is. it, is. it is it is a, it's a mental, mental illness. illness
0: it's it's something that's been conditioned on all of us you know what I mean and it's it's really sad but I believe there's hope because there's space now for conversations like this. Like there's anchor where yes. you can just pick up your phone. And yes. and, you know what I mean? So it's it's yeah. Yeah. It's gonna change. It's and I'm loving that black women are having a moment. You know what I'm saying? Like we
1: are do you know how dope it would have been to like be what, eleven right now and rocking your fro? And it was, just I know, a I know. And, and now like, I'm. and, that
0: and all them so that I wore for years and years and all that money. I that girl, And even with me, all
1: know, that Brown gel,
0: I'll speak more about my experience on the next segment, but yeah, it's, it's deep on the opposite end too. You know what I'm saying? That's really something mean. that, um, we should also address, you know,
1: yeah, and I mean, if I know, if I know at nine, me having a car, I remember very vaguely, and I, I really didn't want to go this way. But I, hey, we we opening up. Let's be open about right. it. Right. I remember when I was eight. I was either seven or eight, and I told my dad, I want to know what it's like to be white. Like. like that's how deep it was, and I was seven, and this is back then. Yeah. Can you imagine what these kids are thinking now? Oh, I was seven,
0: and just with everything that's accessible and available to them now. Honey, they, they're going to be bleaching in like preteen, 12, 13, you know what I'm saying? And all that shit. Right. So it's definitely, we got to, we got to have these conversations and open up about this and help heal this for our children. If not anything, else, yes. it's not about white people too. You know what I'm saying? Like It has nothing to do with them. <laughs> so exactly. they cause the problem, but you know, of course they back out, they back out Um. when, when the shit gets thick. So now we have to heal ourselves.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I always give the example when you're on a plane and you're buckling into the seat, and they tell you, if there's in the case of a danger or emergency, put your mask on first, and then help somebody. Exactly. Else. Not put the little baby mask on first. Not put the dog's mask. Put your mask on first. Then you are able to help somebody else. So we have to go first ourselves. And then we can start, you know, interacting with other races in a manner, you know, in a clear head with a clear mind. But we have to start internally first. Right. And then we can come up out and be like, okay, what can I do for you? Absolutely. It, or is there something I can do for you? Absolutely. But yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing this topic up as always. You know, you be dropping it.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'm trying and I'm just trying to use the space appropriately. And, you know, it's about that time to get into the, the difficult conversations. That's what this next series is called. So our first topic in difficult conversations was colorism. And I appreciate you, Miss Abracadabra, Bruja, for joining us tonight. I'm going to let you go Absolutely. and finish your evening. Have a great evening.
1: Absolutely. Love you. Babe. Love you, sis.
0: All right. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.
1: Later. Wellness and wellness.
0: You're listening to the Dada Bruja Social. And we are back. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for reaching out to me. Definitely will be um, hearing a call in next. And I'm going to go ahead and read a Dear Bruja on the subject of colorism, our difficult conversation tonight. Um, If you're listening to us on Anchor or on, well, actually the episode will be available on iTunes and everywhere else after it's published. But um, I do apologize for the static in the last segment. I don't know what's going on um, with Abracadabra the segment with Abracadabra it was a little staticky and I think it was on my end so I do apologize for that just bear with us we had a great conversation and um, she called in and gave us her opinion and her views her experience dealing with colorism even spoke on some you know some very personal things about experiencing it within her family with her mom and you know it's something that we all have dealt with on a level I can actually think of a story with my mom you know my hair being curly and my mother appears to be a white woman you know what I mean she's Russian and Creole her father was Russian her mother was Creole and um, my dad is black from Mississippi also Creole background and native background actually and from Louisiana and Oklahoma and it's just our, our blood runs so deep on both sides so that's why I just say hey I'm black you know but she didn't understand, you know. I, I imagine it was difficult to have a daughter that doesn't look like you, and that's deep, you know. When, whereas when you see me, I appear to be a black woman. I even get a lot of Latina, Hispanic, Afro Latina. Um, but with my mother, people see her and will think she's a white woman. She can pass, as they used to say uh, throughout our history, the tragic mulatto. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm pretty sure those hurtful things she would say was unconsciously. And we will have a breakthrough one day. I mean, even recently she said something like, Oh, I love when you straighten your hair. It looks more done that way. It's so pretty. It's so long. And she doesn't, she doesn't really realize that when she says things like that, it's kind of still subscribing to that idea of that the long, straight hair, the European look is beautiful. Whereas my natural state, my curly hair... Is not as done. It may look messy or inappropriate, even in some circles. i can, I experienced that in the workplace. So it's just slowly but surely, and I you know I comment now, and I may say things like, "Mom, it looks good, curly too." You know, and I think she understands. So it's just all about talking and being honest and having these difficult conversations. And when you do that, you get to grow together. You get to learn, and you really see if. If that person responds in a, in a logical, um, you know, empathetic way, then that means that they, they love you and they can understand where you're coming from. And that's all I think that we need with each other in our community. Um, we just need to understand each other and just let it go, you know, like stop tr- trying to battle each other with whose situation is worse. <laughs> if we would just realize that we're all in the same situation. It's all the same struggle, just turned on two different sides. And um, if you're listening to us on Anchor, you heard Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Don't you worry about a thing. And that's what I mean. Don't you worry about a thing. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. So stay tuned. We got some more stuff about colorism. We got call-in. And um, yeah, we're going to wrap this up soon. Thank you so much for sounding off, everybody. I, I really appreciate you. But um, yeah, so go grab a drink. Go grab a joint. Whatever, you, whatever you're on tonight, if you're, if you're on your, um, your sober life, go grab you a salad or a piece of fruit <laughs> and keep it locked here. You're listening to the Dada Bruja Social. this is Ashley Uh, colorism has definitely affected me in a large way it's affected me most of my life Um, of course I'm closer with my mom's side of the family than my dad's and I'm the lightest one on that side like by many shades so when people used to see me with my mother they're like oh that must be your grandma or when they see me with my sister oh you're so pretty and they ignore her as if she doesn't look great or even better and especially when it comes to school or work I walk in the room especially if I'm dressed up who does that bitch think she is or people say oh I didn't like you when I first met you you seem like you just think you're better than anyone else and I don't at all give off that vibe once I open my mouth um I'm always an easy target just because of my skin tone and I hate it I really do peace peace welcome back the topic tonight is colorism Continuing from that call-in, I want to shout out to Ashley Cooper from the Dada Bruja Sisterhood Group. She's one of our lovely, active sisters in the group, and we appreciate you. Calling in and giving her view on colorism, coming from more of a light skin perspective. Um, I can definitely relate to that. My dad's side of the family gave me some pretty difficult shit <laughs> to bear throughout my life mainly because of my complexion and my hair and who my mother is. So it was, it was difficult, but I learned a lot from it. It made me nothing but a strong person. And having this culture, this mixed culture that I have with both sides of my family, because my grandmother was a very um, interesting woman, worldly, not really educated in the book sense, but worldly. Traveled, was a dancer in showbiz. So I think that's kind of where I get it from. I, I know that's where I get it from. It's in my blood, honey. This face, this voice, something's going to pop. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my destiny. And so coming from that and, you know, listening to jazz with her on weekends and drinking 7-Up out of champagne glasses and eating salmon and salads and I'm seven years old. <laughs> you know, she lived in France. So getting that culture from her, it made me a well-rounded person. I always say, baby, I can eat flaming hots with the queen of England, okay? Snaps. I can turn it on, turn it off, turn it up, turn it down. And um, I'm grateful for that. So if anything, colorism has affected me negatively and positively. Um, as far as dating goes, wow, let's touch on that. Um, you know, this, I, this whole... Idea and standard of beauty where putting light-skinned women on a pedestal bothers me. I've dealt with it um, But I was always a heavier set girl big girl, so I didn't really experience this Hounding that I know a lot of sisters with fair complexions experience I definitely get the cat calls red bone yada yada yellow bone whatever but it was never Um, I I never took it serious. I kind of presented myself in a way where I was always unavailable (laughs) because I just I did not like the attention and I didn't like what the attention brought to my relationship with my sisters. You know, a man would be cheesing at me on the train and a sister, a dark-skinned sister that's sitting across from me or next to me on the red line, you know, she's giving me the hateful evil eye and I don't even know her just because I'm light-skinned and that man, of course, conditioned to show that um you know a condition to be attracted to a lighter skin simply because that he's been he's been conditioned like we all have so you know those kinds of experience coming from the light skin point of view is something that in our community is difficult for some of our dark complected sisters brothers and sisters to understand because they're like fuck all that we get discriminated against like we get called black, ugly, and don't get the job. Whereas, yeah, you may feel funny in that room with all those white people, but you still got the job. And I recognize that, and I own that. I don't know if it's light-skinned privilege or whatever the fuck you want to call it, but I own it, I understand that. You know, dealing with white people in a corporate space, being my complexion with my hair, getting that question, you sure you don't speak Spanish? Like, I've literally been asked that. You sure you don't speak Spanish? As if I would have forgotten that I speak another language. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Or saying things that they deem appropriate because I'm light-skinned so they feel like they can get away with shit. You know, the homegirl thing, touching my hair, um, asking me questions about black people as if I speak for all black people. I have a, I have received that same experience, even as a light-skinned woman. Even as a light-skinned woman. And I think that it's important for us to understand that in our community. That you experience, we experience some of the same shit. So... You know, I mean, even in dating, when I was dating an artist briefly. um, (laughs) And and now I kind of know why briefly. (laughs) See, now I'm talking shit. But he mentioned to me that when he thought of a black woman, he didn't immediately see a light skinned woman. He saw a dark skinned woman and he didn't know how to draw a light skinned woman. And then proceeded to tell me that I have a complex on colorism. But it's like, bruh, now you should understand why I have the complex by everything you just said. So little things like that. And people mean no harm. It's just conditioning stay tuned colorism up next the wrap-up you're listening welcome back you're listening to the dada bruja social this is your girl jenny b and yes we are wrapping up this evening we covered a lot we talked about a lot we broke down colorism pretty well we didn't go into too much of the history of it um but, you know, that's, it's just so much that I would have to say. <laughs> Maybe we can do another one on colorism. You know, colorism part two, the history, you know, why we are this way. But, you know, that's, that's a lot of fleshing out to do. And, um, yeah, we'll do it one day. We'll do it. But right now, I think we should focus on the now. So, I have a dear Bruja from a, a wonderful sister who will remain anonymous. Um, and I want to share that with you all. She gave me permission to share, so listen to this. Hey, lady. So, colorism. I am of Puerto Rican and Bahamian descent. Basically, parts of my family got dropped off along the way on the slave ship. Anywho, I'm pretty dark for my family on the Puerto Rican side, and I get ignored from them. Now, on my mom's side, I am one of the lightest, and I'm not that light. And because of that, I have been told repeatedly that I am not cute, I'm ugly. I'm a whore wow just because you are lighter than us that doesn't mean you're smart or pretty this was at the age of seven on jobs i have been called porch monkey miss sealy when i wore my hair out natural one day and the help all by black women all of which who were lighter than me in the end because of the constant abuse i have separated from my family as well as left my 10-year career i had in the dental field and i was a practice manager for many offices here at the DMV. Because of this constant crap I was getting, I got into a deep depression, and I'm still climbing my way out. I have been skipped over by for promotions by lighter skinned black people. I've been told horrible things about my looks because of my skin color, and people treated me different as well. Well, peace sister, and thank you so much for sharing. Um, that was very personal and um, you know definitely walking in your truth I appreciate you sharing that with us I see how you are being you're experiencing colorism on both spectrums like that shit is amazing that shit is mind boggling like other people besides a black woman couldn't handle that shit and that's just real you know that's how I know we're God and that's another topic we'll discuss (laughs) so you know I appreciate you standing tall sister be yourself be authentic who gives a fuck about what people think about you being too light or too dark and do you and you're doing it and I see you in the group and I appreciate you so thank you for supporting and sharing but that right there you know that's exactly what, what we're talking about this this whole situation, the whole idea of colorism and you know, the, well not the idea, the oppression that it puts on us and the division the division of of our people. it's just it's unbelievable. And we, we just need to realize that if we all work together we'll get so much further. And bear with me if i'm losing my words but it is getting late i don't know why i love doing this show late but it gives me that energy you know <laughs> we are going to go ahead and wrap up this evening on colorism thank you to all my guests for um sharing your experience and your view with us for being a part of those difficult conversations i appreciate you i hope that this helped someone I hope that this was enlightening to some people um you know and I just will in the future that we will slowly but surely get this shit together and hopefully a little faster actually (laughs) thanks as always for listening check us out at the Dada Bruja Sisterhood on Facebook Dada Bruja Sisterhood on Instagram and you can always find me on Instagram and Facebook Jenny Beat Beat on Instagram Uh, Tweet us your questions at Dada Bruja Social on Twitter. Um, And yeah, the episode will be available soon on iTunes and everywhere else. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace, love and light to everyone and have a great evening and into the weekend. You're listening to the Dada Bruja. You're listening to the Dada Bruja Social.